Episode two. Today's episode is all about black womanhood. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so we're just gonna jump right in. Um, Imani, what does black womanhood look like for you as a black woman in America? As a black woman in America, it looks like to me just me having to be strong, but not having to have all the weight on my back. Also, because you know, like with black women, they say, "Oh, you have to be so strong and this and that." But I feel like there's a balance to it. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, just carrying myself well, representing what I want to see in the world, what I want to see black women, and also not putting any other black women in a box because we are super, super dimensional. I think that's really important, like, the not putting black women in a box Mm -hmm. because even with, like, just us doing everything we do with our businesses and everything, you get to connect with a lot of people who are doing the same thing as you. Right. And then you see how, like, people want to segregate and just like make it such a competition yeah. in womanhood in general when mm-hmm. it's not that right and, and they want to make it like black and white as well like you're either this or you're this or you gotta be a little you have to be like this and fit in this like you can't do both so mm-hmm. yeah i feel like black women really get that burden a lot and it's really weird to me so what does it look like to you Janice? Ooh, for me i think um Black womanhood looks strong. It looks motivating. But also, um, I feel like I don't want to sound like I'm taking away from manhood or anything. Yeah. But we endure a lot as black women. We yeah. have to be the ones who are preparing, repairing the households. We have to be the ones who are, you know, there for everybody. Even when everything is going wrong, it's always, or from, you know, my perspective and how I grew up, it's always a black woman coming in and saving the day because yeah. at the end of the day, no one is as equipped as us. And that's just real. And black men are equipped in their own ways, but it's like, sure. you need that kind of balance to, you know, do anything in the world. I feel like black womanhood looks like just being strong and being focused. Mm-hmm. And even when you're not focused, not like showing your real face, like you need a poker face at all times mm-hmm. being a black woman. It's true. And um, like I always said, uh, speaking on stereotypes, uh, with black women, how they put us in a box and stuff like that. So, what are some stereotypes that you see with black women and how they how they people try to portray us? Mm-hmm. Me with owning a hair company mm-hmm. is like the type of content I have to post and I have to research on to like you know target women who are into this kind of stuff. Yeah. There's just the whole stereotype around. First of all, women who even sell hair or eyelashes or anything like that, but us as a whole as like black women in general, mm-hmm. I feel like there's always this, you know, attitude that's put on us that we yeah. don't have. Right. Like um I f- also feel like there's just a lot of if we're not doing this, we're failing as a black woman. And mm-hmm. if you're not, if you don't have certain things, you're failing as a black woman when it's like me, myself, I know I'm not like everybody else. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be subjected to, you know, needing to do the things that society perceives exactly. I should be doing yeah. as a black woman. Like that's not okay. And then I also don't like the fact that like when people talk to us about our opinions, they already assume what we're going to say because mm-hmm. they just assume that all our thought processes are the same. I just feel like that stereotype in general, all black women being the same person and having the yeah. same attitude and thinking the same is so dumb. Yeah, it's really horrible. And I see it all the time and I just feel like 
that's just so weird for people to do. And I feel like a lot of stereotypes they put onto us are we're like too loud or the angry black woman or just mad at the world or certain things. And I mean, there's a lot to be mad about, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but also like how they associate like just all this, all this trauma onto us in a way. And yeah, it's, it's a lot when it comes to those type of stereotypes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I also like some of the stereotypes I hate too is like us being crazy. I mm-hmm. hate that crazy connotation that's put on us because first of all, I, you do you know how many times I get called crazy and I'm like, please stop. Yes, yeah. because I know what I want. And, and like, a lot I'll, of people do it to be like belittle your emotions. Like you're crazy. Like whatever you're saying, whatever <laughs> you don't, it don't matter. You're just crazy, and it's a form right. of ma- manipulation. You know, I honestly believe that too. It's like if I'm like solid on what I want and mm-hmm. I know and I'm voicing myself about it how come I'm crazy when you as a man can say anything you want and right. voice your opinions about anything we yeah. have to listen to you and we have to take it because right. you are a man and you know it's a man's world but why am I crazy when I want to you know assert my dominance yeah. pretty much mm-hmm. so um some experiences that I say made me a woman you know, before I even say that, though, I'm going to say one experience that I want everybody to understand doesn't make you a woman, and that's having sex. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> losing your virginity and everything did not make me a woman. I think once I started going through life and I um, graduated, I think that's when I first felt my sense from high school. I first felt my um, womanhood come out. I'm like, oh, I got to do something else. Like, after this, that's scary. Mm-hmm. But then uh, some other things that made me realize I was a woman, like needing to research things for my health purposes, like actually needing to schedule my own doctor's appointments and knowing stuff about just my body personally. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is what we have to go through. Like I had my first pap smear. I was Uh like, this is weird. (laughs) I'm like, Like, I'm really 21 now. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think, yeah, the way I carry myself made me realize I was a woman because there are still like older women that are older than me that I don't think are women, women, sorry. Mm -hmm. They're still in the mindset of little girls. And it's just how you carry yourself and how you voice yourself because I wouldn't want to be perceived any type of way that's not in a positive light. And it's not nothing personal. It's not saying, you know, passing judgment on anybody. It's just like, I know how I want myself to be seen and I know who I want to be so when I really stood in that and Mm -hmm. like made it possible in my life and like really incorporated it into my life I think I realized I was a woman yeah when I didn't change for anybody anyway yeah I feel that oh with me uh exploring womanhood I just think like you mentioned exploring your body too having like your first period and understanding that and I'm a type of person that gets really bad periods and um, even like thinking of motherhood a lot. I've been thinking about motherhood a lot lately. Um, and just thinking about like, I remember when, um, no, <laughs> like, I remember when my uh, sister first had her, um, her son and I was just so like deep into it, like deep into like, oh, like we can have these kids and it's such a blessing and just exploring that more and like getting giddy about it, even though I know that's not my time of place right now, but just like researching that type of stuff as well and yeah exploring your body um figuring out things out because I think in women we get like so and talking about society again they like to like shy us away and like for women not to explore their bodies and stuff like that and um kind of have like a bad 
a bad rep about it, like not being mm-hmm. confident in just how powerful our body really is. Um, so yeah, just not taking that in, mm-hmm. realizing like this is powerful, like you know. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of my womanhood is with that, and just like as a person, not even speaking on womanhood, but like growing up as a person, um, having that sense of self um, in those moments where you like speaking on self love again, um, just self love and getting back to yourself and all those. All those things, I think, tied into my womanhood. Is there, like, a specific moment in life where you were thinking, you were like, wow, I'm really a woman? Was one moment that you could, like, go back to and realize that's when you knew? I'm really a woman. Hmm. I think, like I said, uh, maybe the first time, like, I got my period and, like, really realizing, like, coming to terms with, like, how pregnancy happens and all that type of stuff. <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, yeah, like, how we can really carry a child. Like, how powerful that is. Like, that's crazy to me. Um, so yeah, I feel like the moment when I started, like I mentioned, researching that type of stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a power to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, ooh, because there's a lot. I, yeah, I'll so just much. reflect. Women, we, yeah. <laughs> um, I, oh, my grandma, she uh-huh. asked me to cook Thanksgiving dinner this year, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big thing. That is like, mm-hmm. oh my god, especially in like black households when they be like, you can cook because you know grandmas and moms are not gonna let you cook at all. They yeah. will cook until they <laughs> cannot stand, <laughs> and so they're mm-hmm. in a wheelchair. But yeah, like it's my true. grandma was like, you're in charge of Thanksgiving this year. I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I we fried turkey. Absolutely, <laughs> I know exactly where to go. Right, grown out here taking care of all the meals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what do you think? No, we're transitioning, guys. It's okay. Just be patient with us. What are the hardest parts of being a woman for you? My period. Yeah. <laughs> this is a period talk. Right. <laughs> guys, download Flow, the app. <laughs> Track them periods. Seriously, though, like, yeah, the hardest part for me is, like, it, looking at Flow, I like, mm-hmm. every time I miss my period, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. It's Jesus's baby, because. Yeah. And then I'm just like, I don't know, like, my period is really... Hard on me just because I, I get cramps and everything. And I have PCOS too. So having a period on top of PCOS is just real difficult because you get like the worst cramps in the world. And mm, like what PCOS yeah. is, is cyst on your ovaries. So it hurts worse than just like going through a normal period. And then sometimes you don't have periods and that's scary because you're like, what's going on with my body? Right. But yeah, that's the hardest part. I mean, if we could take that away, I'd be fine with being a woman for the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> Delete it. <laughs> Periods suck, man. I get really bad periods too. I think another hard part of being a woman is just like um, a lot of it comes with how like male and everyone like tries to perceive us because I feel like there's so much weight onto it. And I feel like I'm saying that a lot, but there really is like there's so much pressure on women. And when it comes to even like sexuality and how we express ourselves and like the male gaze and how... Mm -hmm people feel weird about showing off your body and but they want to show it like it's really weird it's really weird and I just like I think a lot of that is the hardest part if I could retract my statement and like go off of what you said too Mm -hmm. about showing off your body because I'm a full-figured woman Mm -hmm. and I am proud of my figure and it's like the way I want to dress or even the way I dress sometimes when I feel beautiful Mm -hmm. people make me not want to dress up as often because they're like why are you wearing that and that's so much and even my grandma my grandma my grandpa everybody is like the way you want to look cute is not what I think you should be doing and it's like if I was smaller Mm -hmm. or if I wasn't you know I'm not gonna like 
say if I wasn't a black woman, but honestly, if we didn't have all these stereotypes around who we are as women, you would let me express myself because there are women who can go out and see through dresses and it is viewed as elegant. But then when I go out in a see-through dress, it's like, you're doing too much. Yeah, and I think that's so heavy for people to put on women. It's really disgusting. And it's like, you need to look at your views because this is not a reflection of me, you know what I mean? Because I can Mm -hmm. dress however I want. And I can feel beautiful because it's not. I'm not out here policing men. You shouldn't be wearing those gray pants, gray sweatpants, <laughs> sir. Put it up. But I'm not, I'm not doing that. So the fact that it's like comes to women, it's like they they feel like they can police us so much. But mm-hmm. it's just us. It's not like that with men, and it's really it's not right. Mm-hmm. It's and not then right. our culture in general, like we invented hoops we invented long acrylic nails and Mm -hmm. the lip gloss on the lips and wearing hair we like we like that because we like that why sit there and judge us on the things that we find comfort in like we don't judge anybody about their waves about their dreads Mm -hmm. about y'all sponging y'all hair all day (laughs) (laughs) and like so what is it that you know why is it such a thing in society where we can't be comfortable in ourselves in anything we do, but if a man does it, oh, this is how they are. Yeah, and they feel so entitled to do so. Like, you should not be that comfortable mm-hmm. to be worrying about what I'm doing with my body and how I want to portray myself. And Because most of it, it's a form of expression. How you portray yourself and how you want, it's just a form of expression. I'm feeling like this today, so I'm going to wear this. Cool, like, that's no one's business. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's, this, this is me. That's my decision in life, so... For everyone to put all this stuff on it, it's just, it's Mm. not right. And another hard thing about being a woman for me is social media. Mm -hmm. I hate getting on Facebook and Twitter and everything because every status is just, oh, bees be doing this and they be doing that and they this way. And I'm like, how come you have so many opinions, sir? Like, do you know what's going on in politics? But you want to worry about what I'm doing. Stop. I yeah. think it's like when you when you put something on the internet to people judge you off of that. And I feel like this day and age, women have got more confident. Like even over the past two years, women in general have got more confident and more in tune with themselves. And then for like people to peep that, and you know, it's just the, you know, um, city boys versus the city girls and all that other <laughs> stupid <a> stuff. <laughs> yeah, they made it kind of like a war because yeah. it's like, you know, we put up with so much for so long. And now that we want to get comfortable within mm-hmm. ourselves and just express ourselves, ourselves as openly as we've seen men be able to express themselves our whole lives and even before we were born why is it so wrong that we do that like Mm -hmm. and why do you have to get on the internet and then make a subliminal status about women Mm -hmm. when you are a man right worry about being a man please sir 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 excuse me sir Right. Um, but it's true though if you just think of like the history of women and how we're like coming into this and how oppressed we were as women for so long um, and on top of being a black woman it's added a different layer of that like it's a really different layer of just like feminism when you add a black black woman feminism um, because yeah women were treated bad for so long and even in America in America, it's like, oh, you kind of got it good. Like, you could, you could do this. You could do that. But, like, in other countries, like, you would get killed for that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the treatment of women is something that really needs to be explored. And it's kind of weird how men really don't think of it. And I know you're not a woman, so you really don't understand everything. But, like, just look at history. You can understand, like, correct yourself, correct your views, really think. 
about why, why am I thinking that way? I think that's the biggest question that most people need to ask when it comes to womanhood and how they view women. Um, why am I thinking like this? Or even like as a woman, me, and I feel, I might feel guilty of doing this, but I want to do it. You know what I mean? And why, mm-hmm. why do I, why am I thinking like that at that moment? Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of just society type stuff that they put in your head to think that way. And that goes back to ownership too, like ownership mm-hmm. and just being self-aware. Like we said in the last episode, a lot of people don't want to take ownership of their actions because they aren't self-aware. Yeah. Me, when I'm even just casually with my male friends, cause I have a lot of male friends mm-hmm. that like just we talk all day just like this on this podcast and we have so many opinions and then some things I assume about them they'll be quick to tell me hey it's not like that like we don't think like that we're not all like that and I'm like okay so let me go back in myself and see why I have this perception of men like this it's very you just need to take ownership like everybody needs to think about themselves more than they think about other people because the way you perceive other people has nothing to do with them it's It's you it's you you need, yeah, you just need to go into your thoughts and why am I thinking like this and really understand it and dig deeper. But that's the thing. People don't want to dig deep. They're just like, oh, this is how it is. This is what society told me it was. This is how the bro said I should treat women and talk to women. Um, So they just roll with it and they really have no accountability to their actions. Right. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's real sad. It's true, though. It's really true. Thinking about, like, how you were raised and stuff, do you think a single mother can raise uh, raise you into womanhood or even like speaking on like a father? Do you feel like a father figure is important to raising a woman? Just because like this is something I thought about mm-hmm. even before we made this. Like this is one of the questions I looked at. I was like, I'm going to have like fun with this one because uh-huh. it, the contrast between me and Imani, first of all, you guys have to understand. Imani was raised in a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. She's always had both her parents. But me, I was always like having uh my dad in and out of my life and there was a little moment in time where my mom she had a third child and she was with my stepdad for x amount of years and so um me with not always having a father figure there I really see how important a father figure is in molding a woman but the type of woman my mom is I absolutely think that a single mother who is conscious Mm -hmm. and who like really cares about motherhood can raise a woman because there are a lot of single moms out there that has really ruined women in the way they think and the way they behave. And it's, it goes like back into the black community too, because a lot of us are raised from single parents Mm -hmm. and most of the time it is a woman, whether it be woman or male. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of the perceptions too, that has been put on us as black women come from those mindsets of females who were raised in single parent households and it takes a certain level of maturing to break out of those cycles that you could be in because you didn't have both of your parents but I don't know I'm like on the fence with that I'm 50 50 I can I believe that women can raise women to be women if they're a single mother but I also know that it's very beneficial to have that dad in your life yeah yeah, I agree. And I have my father in my life, um, and I think it helps. But I also know that, like, it's all about who the person is because you can have a toxic father and it does nothing for you in your childhood or anything. Um, it all depends on the person and who's raising you and their thought process too because, like, like, we talk about the stereotypes and all that. If you have a parent that's carrying those things and carrying it to you, then it's a whole different discussion, you know. Uh, but if you have parents or anyone who... Um, whoever is raising you 
uh, that knows, just knows like society things and raise you well, I think it's, it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like with single motherhood, especially in the black community, it's a real challenge. And like, I feel like that's uh, a stereotype that I hate about the black community too. Mm-hmm. Not all people who were born to, you know, just families are in a single parent household. Right. And I feel like a lot of people assume that everybody walking around or every African-American female or male you see most of the time does not have both their parents in the household. It would be yeah. times when like at school they would give me permission slips and I pay attention to it. They'd be like, you know, give to the other kids, give your parents this slip. But then uh-huh. it's like, give your mom this slip. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, um, <laughs> my dad is home sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's wants crazy. To be. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I I feel like I hate that too. I hate that people just assume that we're all products of single households. Because Imani, like, I'm so inspired and I'm glad that I have a friend like her who's been around my whole life so I could see, like, what being a dad is like. Because, like, her dad took me under his wing. Like, I was his own kid. Like, let's go here. Let's go there. (laughs) Just giving me talks and stuff. Uh Like, I'm his kid. And I remember everything. And I, like... I'm appreciative of those moments because there are times where I was like, oh, I wish my dad was like this. Like, I want her dad. <laughs> that was your dad, too. <laughs> yeah, that is my dad. <laughs> Do you have any examples in your life or have you ever had any examples in your life that showed you what being a woman was? Yeah, I feel like my mom. <laughs> my mom was the first example. And, um, yeah, just seeing her, how she runs her womanhood. And also, my um, my mom is older. Um, and yeah, she's older. So I feel like I got a different perspective with that. And I feel like I even got a different perspective, um, than my, my siblings. Cause all my siblings are older. Like I'm so younger than all my siblings. So it's like, I can tell, like, I got a different part of my mom. Um, and with, you know, as a person, you get different part. like you grow up, you, you know, in those ages. So yeah, I feel like with my mother, I learned a lot about motherhood and how to go about, not motherhood, but about womanhood and how to go about everything. Um, and there's some things, too, that I felt I had to learn on my own. I was like, hey, my mom really didn't talk about this. And, uh, yeah, it's just self-exploration, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like you said, my mom was my first example of womanhood because, like, my mom, she's... I don't even know how many degrees she got because she just took a test to get another certification like this week. <laughs> she's always in school. She's just always like striving to do better. And then one of the reasons why I feel like, first of all, I'm not a parent so young is because she had me at 19. And my dad, I think, yeah, he, she, I don't know. She was 18 or 19 when mm-hmm. she had me and my dad was around the same age. So they both told me growing up, don't ever make me a grandparent. I'm too young to be a grandparent. <laughs> you need to wait. And yeah. I think that's like one of the reasons why um, I appreciate her mm-hmm. and why I feel like she's a good example just for womanhood all over. Because not only did she tell me, you know, don't do these things, but she raised me in a mindset and was there for me when she seen me falling off. Yeah. Because, oh, I don't know where I'm going with this. But she raised me in the mindset when she seen that I was falling off to, like, pick myself back up. Yeah. That's where I was going. Yeah. And, like, it was, it's very powerful to see her just parent by herself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so inspired by her every day. Anything I can do, I make sure I do for her. Because I really just appreciate everything that's been instilled in her. And it's a lot of things that my mom has been through that she helps me get through in my life. And a lot of things that she doesn't talk about that I know affects how she parents. But she doesn't let that 
make her a toxic parent. I just yeah. really appreciate her in that aspect as well. But like my grandma and my aunties, my auntie Christine, mm-hmm. she's like so invasive. And that like I have two aunties, yeah. Auntie Jen and Auntie Christine. They both taught me how to be a woman. But my Auntie Jen gave me my attitude. <laughs> my Auntie Christine gave me like my vocabulary and the way I voice myself. Cause even though I know I have an attitude. I have the most professional attitude in the world. <laughs> Even when I'm upset with you, you're going to, I'm warm. well. <laughs> yeah, but you go, no. Right? Yeah. And I think that's cool just to uh, talk more about like, um, with my example of mother uh, motherhood, I think women are just so nurturing and seeing how, like, how hard they go for their kids and the connection of a mother is just so different that you will get from anything else or any, any woman, like any caring woman, like you could just have like a, like black ladies. Like I love just being around older black ladies. Mm-hmm. It's so comforting. Cause it's just like that love is there and that nurturing is there. And women just have a lot of power when it comes to love and deepness and just everything, honestly, with emotions and stuff. It's a really different kind of care that we can hold for people. Um, and I think it's a really beautiful thing. And that's what I love women, about women so much. And that's why I think so God is a woman. Like that yeah. is that controversial? Should I not say that? <laughs> God is a woman. <laughs> he, <Wait>, Ariana. <laughs> yeah, really though, because like uh how I think about it is like the creator, the mother, mm-hmm. everything yeah. that is centered around giving birth and just creating, it embodies such feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Like the world was molded in such a way that we're supposed to be built on love. And when we don't have love and it's not present, you see everything goes to chaos. And I feel like society, first of all, has been missing a lot of love too. Mm -hmm. That's why there is little love for women in general and especially cut that in half for black women. Like we don't have much to, you know, look forward to in society. And that's also really a real reason why we are pitted against each other so much and feel like it's a competition just in everyday life because it's like, who's going to love us and who shows us the love? And so we are struggling to find love just out here in general. And it's just like trash. Yeah, it is trash. And women are so powerful. Like, I know, like, they say men are in power and the leaders are da-da-da, but, like, we give birth. Like, we really, <laughs> and we really, like, how women are, just the love is so different. Mm-hmm. It's different. And, and I know. it's good to have both, you know, but the woman is powerful. Mm-hmm. It's like getting in your hand. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of environment, um, do you feel like in your environment, were you able to express yourself mentally being a woman? Mm-hmm. Being a black woman? <laughs> As a black woman, I feel like my home environment, my home life, I was absolutely raised in an environment where I could express myself mentally. Yeah. Uh-huh whether that be through art and people have like praised me so much about just my poetry and everything yeah. else through my life, um, through business, through emotions, like crying. I could go to anybody and cry and they'll be there for me. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, I feel like I can express myself in my home life, but as for outside of that, yeah, aside of that society relationships or anything, I don't, I never feel like I can express myself fully, especially relationships. Uh-huh. That's the hardest thing to feel comfortable expressing yourself in because in relationships, there's this perception where, oh, we need to submit in order to get a man because men don't like dominance and I'm a dominant woman. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that I'm not attracted to dominant men. I kind of need a dominant man because if I don't have one, I'm going to run circles around you. (laughs) It's just going to be my show. But I feel like people get scared off by my attitude really. 
that's what it centers around at the end of the day. Like, I feel like I've been in an environment that I was allowed to express myself so much that when I'm in environments that don't allow me to, mm-hmm. I just shy away from it. I'm right. like, I don't need to be with you. I don't exactly. need to be here in this building if y'all don't want to respect my business. Like, yeah. it's just not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I was raised to really express myself, uh, too, with family-wise and just feeling comfortable about being completely me. And again, like, it's just like outside of society, it doesn't really feel like that completely. But um, I think growing up and getting into my womanhood, I claimed that more back, uh, claimed it back for myself more. Because at first I was really, I was really shy growing up, you know, mm-hmm. and outside of family. I was just like, oh, I'm just stay to myself and I don't really need to express myself to people, um, you know, and I, I, I was just doing that at home or with my close friends. But now, like getting into womanhood um, and understanding your power, I think really came, understanding my power really came with it. Um, and, and, and knowing, like you said, um, that if I don't feel comfortable with this when it comes to relationships with other people, then it's not meant for me. Mm-hmm. You know? And I feel like um, like with that society thing, everything, mm-hmm. I feel like the reason why we aren't allowed to express ourselves again, it goes back to the just preconception on everything before we express ourselves. We can right. walk into a building and people look at us and just see that I'm a black woman. Mm-hmm. And before we even get to express ourselves, there's this whole, well, I know she's going to say this. And I know, like, her thinking about this is this. And it's, like, let me show you who I am as Mm -hmm. a woman. And then you can go off of that. But before you make your, you know, assumptions, let me show you what's going on. Because not all women are the same. And there's some really, like, dope women out there. And I feel bad that... It's like a lot of people who just won't let them excel in life and like succeed in life because of the fact that um, I we just are assumed to be a certain way. Like we really are stereotyped. Yeah, stereotyped and thought to just be a certain know, way. Aggressive. Yeah, aggressive. Yeah, mad. All this other stuff, and it's just like too much. It's too much. Do you feel like um, in life or in any situation you hold back your emotions? Hold back my emotions. Mm. No, well, certain things, yeah, certain things holding back my emotions. Um, like I think that kind of ties in with uh, feeling comfortable expressing yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like in certain things. But growing up, I just had to learn how to not move that way and understand that I am deserving of all these feelings. Because as women, you know, they always say, "Yo, women are emotional," and there's always like this thing, like, and we are. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but. They try to say, like, just thinking with our emotions is wrong. And when you act or talk in a certain way, do you have your period? Is that PMS? Um, And it's just, yeah, it's just like, hey, man, just let me live. Like, let me talk. Let me be me. Um, And it doesn't have to have all these weird things attached to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there's a lot of weird things attached to women expressing themselves and also just like um misogyny and men feeling like they should talk more they should do more they should be more they should be held up higher um and then when the woman they see a powerful woman they see a woman that's on their grind working has a lot to say and has a platform to say it and should be able to say it because we all every human should be able to express themselves um and how express their emotions and how they feel (laughs) no really and then like that that thing where you said um are you on your period like i get that a lot and Mm -hmm. also one thing i get too a lot is just um oh i just it just disappeared from my head guys one second okay we're gonna move on because i can't (laughs) think of it but like yeah are you on your period and just like 
Oh, yeah, the woman president thing. I hear uh-huh. a lot of people say a woman can't be president. Yeah. Why? Right. Why can't we be president? Because right. you think that we're really going to get that emotional and, like, send bombs to another country? <laughs> Stop. Like, yeah. we think logically. It's just you have to understand our thinking. And, that right. like, we take so much time in society to understand men. Like, every woman that I know, when we discuss men, even though we – Make it seem like, you know, we want to bash them all day and, you mm. know, they ain't this and they ain't that. At the end of the day. We try to understand. Yeah, and we admire them because yeah. I see how tough it is to be a man. Mm. It is really tough to be a man. But yeah. you kind of got to cut us the same slack that we cut you. Because mm-hmm. if we're sitting here being soft on you when you need us to, mm-hmm. but it's just all, you know, you need to do this and you need to be on top of this. And you need to, as a woman, your whole life, Where when do we get a break? When do we get right. to be vulnerable and seen and understood and analyzed? Because y'all, it's basically just people pawn us off as just strange creatures. Like people be like, women are crazy. Those yeah. are weird creatures. We don't understand them. But it's like, it's not hard to understand. If exactly. the whole collective as women can understand how we think as women mm-hmm. and we can try to analyze your mindset as a man, Give us the same energy. That's exactly. all we ask for. Yeah, that's so important. Just try to understand. Try to get more into it. And yeah, just shutting it off and say, oh, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. I'm not going to try to understand. I'm just going to let you do you. and Because right, you're all, crazy. Yeah, and we're all different. So it's just like you you have to understand the female and female energy and all that type of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Mm, in a relationship, do you think it's harder for men or women to re- maintain a relationship? I think that women put in a lot of effort. I was watching something today and it was it was like about marriage and how a lot of the times they felt as if um, women cannot benefit in marriage because a lot of the time women are putting so much effort and more effort into it than men are. Um, and they're more like, we're more open and we have like in society, we allow us sometimes to be more open uh, than men and black men. Um, but yeah, it's like we're open and we give a lot into a relationship and sometimes it's kind of closed off with men and they don't always give their all or not all their trust into it. No, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to play devil's advocate just because mm-hmm. like, I really think the opposite. Okay, I believe it's harder for a man to maintain a relationship, yeah. but just because they, I grew up in a household with older women but we Mm -hmm. have males in our family yeah my uncles and my little brother so seeing them be raised by women and Mm -hmm. what they have to endure just being raised by women Mm -hmm. makes me realize that it's probably harder for them to maintain a relationship just because we want a lot as women but naturally you're gonna want a lot just in life but sometimes people don't come equipped to be as you know expansive as you are and Mm -hmm. then emotions men first of all in society don't get to express themselves and then if a man expressed himself in a relationship he could run the risk of being seen as soft or too emotional or just like hurting someone's feelings because he wants to say something but if he says it the wrong way or if it's not what she liked then you know she's gonna get upset but us women can say anything cut somebody out (laughs) cut key their car cut their tires and everything and we're still in a relationship because we're, we're, we're still a woman. next day. <laughs> right. But if a man did that to me, I'm oh no, we're we're over. This is done. Yeah. You're crazy. <laughs> and you need to stop. But no, I, I really feel like yeah. men have it harder too because yeah. um men are the ones who are supposed to go out and get the money, make the household and everything. Like women make a house a home, but mm-hmm. men buy the house. So 
I feel like it's harder for them with having to come to terms with all the responsibilities as men that they have in a relationship. And it affects you if you can't provide that, first of all. And men not, are not going to talk about that because it's so sensitive. Um, and if you have emotions, you know, you got to kind of tiptoe around, you know, running the risk of losing this relationship because yeah. you want to express yourself. And sure. men are very physical. So a lot of men at a very young age are not wanting to commit. And then being with women who, like, expect you to commit, especially no matter what age, because I know every woman that I know wants a commitment no matter what age we right. are. Yeah, A man can sit there and tell you, I like you so much and I really want to be with you, but I'm not ready to commit. You're going to leave him alone because he's just like, you feel like he's playing, but it's, he's being real with his feelings. It's just mm-hmm. you don't want to accept it because it hurts your feeling as a woman. So I just feel like, yeah, men have it harder. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, As a woman... How do you feel like women should portray themselves? Uh, I feel like women should portray themselves however they want. <laughs> they should portray themselves however they want. And how we talked about um, the stereotypes and stuff, I just think that women get so much of that. And uh, in gender roles, too, like a woman should do this and a man should do that. And there's certain things that I believe, too, but there's also certain things like, hey, if you're a woman and you don't want to do that, that's cool. Like That's just how you want to live your life, so... Yeah, I just think women should be free. Mm-hmm. I think they should be free, and we should be open to be able to do whatever we want, and we shouldn't have to shy away from that. We shouldn't have to shy away from that. And I see it all the time, women feeling like they can't do a certain thing, or they might be doing too much, or they're stepping in kind of a man's position, and it shouldn't be none of that. How do you feel? I agree. Yeah. I agree. I feel like if you want to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. then do it. But yeah. also with that being said, I mm-hmm. feel like it goes back to um, self-awareness and mm-hmm. ownership. Yeah. If you're going to portray yourself a certain way, own mm-hmm. it, be comfortable in it yeah. and be all about it. Because when those judgments do come, you're going to sink and you're going to try to change yourself or you're going to feel like internalize opinions. And when you're strong in who you want to be, that's when it matters. It doesn't yeah. matter if, you know you are being yourself if someone says something they have a problem with it because at the end of the day that's how you feel and you're gonna find somebody for you because we're not all the same and someone out there sees potential in you whether it be business or relationships Uh someone sees potential in the type of person you are you can go far in life and I also feel like that's what holds women back sometimes from doing things is when they want to be themselves but then when they are themselves they don't feel like they fit in or belong or people not making them feel like they're you know needed or wanted yeah and then they get into different things of different things they try to fit in of what they see mm-hmm. and that's not right little kim no, i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> did we say what <laughs> we throw a shade on the podcast come on girl we love you I'm just, <laughs> this is episode two. <laughs> oh my gosh Mm, as a woman how do you think oh. women portray themselves in 2019 oh as a woman mm. Yeah, in 2019, not overall, yeah. how we were just talking, but like this day and age, how this do you feel age. women portray themselves? I think we're adjusting more. I think we're taking um, ownership of like getting more progressive as a uh, as a world. We're getting more progressive and everything, and just like how we talk about hot girl summer, we're like taking back certain things for ourselves, <laughs> <laughs> for ourselves. Um, and I think that's good. I feel like we're being more free and open. Um, with a lot of things, which is good. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. 
<laughs> I agree. I feel like women in 2019, I the most business oriented generation I've ever seen, the most business oriented year I've ever seen because there's a lot of women out there who realize now that we need a purpose and yeah. we have a lot to say and our purpose is beautiful. Like mm-hmm. we can birth a lot of beautiful things yeah. and men for so long have been running the world, running the show um, in all aspects, like in TV and music and, you know, everything, YouTube, everything. They've mm-hmm. been the main contributors. Now that we're here and we have something to say, I feel like in 2019, we break out kids in 2019. Like it's really our year. Yeah. And I also want to say like, Women, because as women, you know, there's a lot of, um, there used to be a lot of, and still is, but like cattiness with each other. Um, And I feel like in 2019 and now I feel like it's more of a connection with each other and trying to connect more and not being so like looking down and getting jealous and like type having some type of hate towards women. I feel like some women carry, but I feel like we're getting better. And I see it a lot in a lot of like, um, events too, like women-based events and us coming together to really just give each other love, give mm-hmm. each other love at the end of the day. So gender roles, talking on gender roles. Um, and I think we speak on that a little bit, but uh, what are some gender roles that you feel are true or should be true? Because I feel like we have certain different uh, aspects of thinking yeah. a lot when it comes to this, um, which is good. That's not wrong or anything. I, I really like to hear your opinion about that stuff. So gender roles. It's funny too to like hear our different opinions yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> but um I feel like uh one gender role that I hate uh-huh. and I still have to work on it myself too, the whole can men express themselves sexually uh-huh. being like with their sexuality. Oh, okay. And so like a lot of people <laughs> if if you're a bisexual man, you're yeah. automatically like, no, you're gay because you're bisexual if you have sex with men. You're gay, and that's, that's a just good, gay. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, but it's like me being a bisexual woman. Right. It, everyone like lets me express myself. I can mm-hmm. explore whatever I want, and if I want to be with the woman, I can. And if right. I want to be with the man, I can. And no one sees a problem with it. Right, but as a man, it's just like Mm-mm, no. Mm-hmm. Somebody tricked me one day. We were in the car and uh-huh. we were just talking. And they were like, <laughs> "Would you ever date a bisexual man, uh-huh. even though you yourself are bisexual?" I was What'd like, you say? No. (laughs) And it was like, it's just me, my preference. Yeah. I would prefer like you let me know that because out the gate, I'm going to let you know everything about me and you choose if you want to move forward with who I am or not. But um, I don't know why I have reservations about it either. I cannot speak logically on that. It's just something that I feel. But Mm -hmm. I I like totally love when men express themselves and are comfortable in their sexuality. Mm -hmm. And I, I have a lot of friends who are in the LGBT community who are males that identify as bisexual and identify as gay and identify as, you know, uh, what is the uh, pansexual? Like mm-hmm. I have a lot of men around me that I know love to express themselves sexually. So I'm trying to warm up to that idea, especially being in the LGBT community, but I still was raised with such like old school thinking right. that I need to get comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on that too. Yeah. It's something. And that's something that I would have even thought of. But, yeah, that's a really good topic to speak on. Um, and me, I think with gender roles, there's, like, gender roles that I feel are kind of feel weird about sometimes are, like, with women. Um, and I, like, a lot of times, hmm, I just feel like, I've but with women <laughs> being free and, like, being more, I don't know. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, <laughs> do you feel like you're dominant or submissive? Um, I feel like the right man can make either or. Um, I feel like sometimes when you have a man that I feel can lead, then I want to have you lead. Um, and I feel like that's good to have. Sometimes I'm submissive. Sometimes I'm a little dominant. But I, I think, I, as to me, I feel like it's good to feel submissive when you have a good man that's leading. I wish I could say the same thing, but I know I'm dominant. Like, yeah, it's just in every thing. aspect. Mm -hmm. I know I am. Because, like, I, I feed off of energy. So if yeah. I see you, like, being dominant out here, being the boss and mm -hmm. doing everything you want to do, I yeah. feed off that. Right. And I'm, like, returning the energy. I'm like, okay, right. you doing this and you busy? Well, I'm about to make myself busy. Yeah. And we about to be a busy couple. And, right, like, right. I go off of that. And even if there isn't a dominant male that's trying to pursue me and he's more submissive. Mm -hmm. I'm dominant in the yeah. sense I'm like, I need you to do this and mm -hmm. I want you to like do that. And like, I try to push you into your dominance right. because I don't want you to feel like I'm taking the lead all the time because yeah. I'm so open. I know I'm going to express myself how I want to in this, you know, situation I know and not even thinking about relationships, but in society, I really push men to be, dominant with their dealing when they're dealing with me and not soft on me because i mm. hate being treated like a flower absolutely i'm delicate right. treat me gentle yeah. talk to me nice but still like yeah take some leadership because absolutely when i don't like something i'm gonna let you know and when i do like something i'm gonna let you know and it's just i feel like yeah when i have a good dominant i'll be submissive in mm -hmm. some aspects yeah but as for like my overall energy mm. i'm the leader yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel like what you said too. Like not with everything. Like I don't want to be submissive with everything, but yeah, like certain aspects. Because I honestly think, as humans, we all have different like everything, like different walks of life and what we do. So it all ties into like, oh, I might be a little bit of this dominant here and not as submissive. So what are some ways that you feel you act dominant? Like, give us an example. Oh my God. So. <laughs> I'm really bad at dating. I try not to date because I'm, like, so terrible at it. But, uh, like, my last situation, it was just, like, we weren't seeing eye to eye at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. And so towards the end when I was kind of, like, you know, trying to back off but get a feel for it because I'm not one to just leave somebody alone without, like, giving you warning signs, talking uh -huh. to you, and, like, giving you your fair chance. I think I was being more dominant in the situation because I was just, like, you know, you need to communicate to me like this and we need to, you know, get to an understanding on this and things like that. But also I'm, I'm going to say I'm dominant in relationships. I can honestly say that like in every situation that I've been in with the male, I assert my dominance, but only when fair enough, only when I feel like I need to. And when yeah. I feel like you're not taking me seriously. Like, yeah, when I feel like you playing with me, I swear to God, I will. <laughs> it's a whole switch. My attitude switches. You need to get it together. And then once you do, you can get back to that sweet Janicia. But it's like, for the most part, if you're playing, I'm playing too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I think uh, an example with me would just be um, with business too. I feel like um, go-getters and who like want to go out and do more. Because sometimes, most of the time, like so far, and I'm young, but sometimes I feel like I'm doing more, like when it comes to work and business mm -hmm. and sometimes even money and financial stuff. So I feel like sometimes I'm doing more than men or more ambitious, too. And that's like, <laughs> but also it's like it's not a bad thing either. And that comes with gender roles like, oh, I'm doing more than a man. But also it's just sometimes so far in my life, I just feel like I'm doing more and more ambitious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys. 
This was episode number two, all about mm-hmm. black womanhood. I think, like, towards the end, we kind of veered off and just talked about womanhood. But we <laughs> are all inclusive, like, to be honest. Oh, uh, yeah, woman. Yeah, being a black woman mm-hmm. is my identity, but it's yeah. not, I'm not like, oh my God, I'm a black woman. Respect me because I'm a black woman. <laughs> yeah. Like, I absolutely love my race mm-hmm. and everything. But I feel like we need to open topics. First of all, black women need to include more women. Yeah. Because that's just something that needs to happen. But women as a whole need to include each other. Follow us on social media. <laughs> yes. Find us on everything. Subscribe. Let's talk 20-somethings. We have a YouTube. Let's make a video. We're actually recording right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> SoundCloud. Follow us on everything. Facebook. Like us on Facebook. And also, we are always looking for guests. And we have a contest coming up, too. We need a jingle for our show, our intro and our outro. So we're looking for local rappers and singers who want to record over our theme music to give us a jingle. You can make anything up. Just include our name in it, and we're going to listen to it, vibe to it, and pick the winner. we got some incentives that we're going to post about. Before this comes out, you're going to see the contest. Rappers and singers, we are open to both. Imani really wants a rapper. I do want a rapper. <laughs> I want a little a verse. <laughs> little and eyes and little verse at the end. Oohs and eyes. Yeah, <laughs> through. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. All right, thank you. Bye. <laughs>